0: Well, one of the books that is also in the prize uh, pack, one of the 50 books that you can't put down, is Australian Tragic, Gripping Tales from the Dark Side of Our History by Jack Marks. He's a Walkley award-winning journalist who's written for newspapers and magazines around the country, and in this book, he's taken a close look at the underbelly of Australia's past. Jack, welcome to Mornings. Pleasure. Now, there's plenty of books around about Australian
1: history. What, uh, what's made you interested in the dark side um i suppose the fact that uh so much of australian history is very dry and squeaky clean um, from my point of view uh i don't know if you're the same as me but going through history in school was uh, uh, an exercise in trying to stay awake through uh, lectures <laughs> on the, you know the gold rush and, and other such things which weren't you know for mine very interesting i sort of find uh tragedy more um more memorable and, and more interesting to read about you know plans gone astray and things not quite working out as they were supposed to has always been something that's interested me more so than winners and people who got there first and so on
0: so uh, how did you decide then um which areas of australia's dark
1: past to focus on and and which to leave out well, it was a bit um, more scattergun than me actually sitting down with a process. There were some stories that I knew of that I'd encountered through my years as, as a journalist that had always sort of stuck in my mind. But um, mostly I just dived back into new, uh, into newspapers at the libraries and uh, lucky dipped. Like, for example, <laughs> you know, I, it was very difficult um, to land on a single single day and not find a story that was intriguing and that begged for a bit more uh investigation so you know that's how a lot of these stories came to pass just by accident just by me picking a day out of history and, and and landing on it
0: now in 2004 you won an award for your investigation into henry leighton jones uh who's in the book can you tell us a bit about that story to give us an indication about what we talk about when
1: we're talking australia's dark past yeah well henry leighton jones um might well be Australia's first endocrinologist, but he was, he'd retired by the time he took a house on the western side of Lake Macquarie in in New South Wales, and he was experimenting, uh, believe it or not with transplanting monkey testicles into human scrotums sounds like a a niche kind of research area (laughs) it certainly was and uh his idea was that it it rejuvenated the whole system and about 50 operations were performed in the late macquarie area who was sticking their hand up for these operations um old men it was it was kind of like um the viagra of its time we're talking pre uh second world war here in the years before the Second World War. We don't know how successful the operations were, only that people were coming back for a second round of it. So at least it wasn't killing anyone. But the tragedy here is that um, uh, Dr. Leighton Jones was finally asked by uh, um, the Australian Medical Association, or the British Medical Association, as it was known then, to uh, speak at a conference full of surgeons um, at Newcastle Hospital and 15 minutes before he was to deliver his paper he had a heart attack and died and on his wishes his wife uh, burned all the records of his patients and rather by accident burned the paper that he was to have delivered as well so we have absolutely no record so all the work
0: um, he's done and all the research has all gone up in smoke
1: literally gone up in smoke and we can only surmise that uh you know was he a bit of a freak or was he truly a, a frontiersman of science you know i spoke to one retired surgeon down in tasmania uh, Herbert Copeman who was at one stage the president of the Australian Endocrinology Association and he believes that um, Leighton Jones was a serious scientist and a real groundbreaker who's unfortunately lost to history
0: Well I'm speaking to uh, Jack Marks, his book Australian Tragic Gripping Tales from the Dark Side of Our History is one of the books in our 50 books you can't put down competition as, uh, as part of Books Alive which we're running each day this week um, Jack are all, the, are all the stories that grisly in the book?
1: Oh no! Um, sometimes the meaning of the word tragic uh, is taken from the other side you know, to mean pathetic or silly. Um, I, I, I knew that a book full of absolutely chock full of stories that were heartbreaking would be just too leaden to bear. So uh, you know, every third chapter or so is something a bit lighter or you know more like someone making a fool of themselves than being upended by fate. But you know, one of the more interesting. Uh, uh, historical, one, one comes from uh, West Australia, of course, with the um, the Boona, which was the last troop ship to leave um, Australia for the First World War. I, I, I assume this story is quite well known over there, but it's not very well known to the rest of Australia, which surprised me. Um, on their way out to war, uh, before they got to Durban in South Africa, the armistice was signed. And so when they arrived there, they learned they just had to turn around and come back again. Uh, they were somewhat relieved, I suppose, you know, about a thousand Australian soldiers, you know, realised they weren't going to die in the trenches of, of Europe. But unfortunately, at Durban, they picked up the Spanish flu from local stevedores who were packing supplies on the ship. So when the ship got back to the shores off uh, Fremantle, The government of the day would not quarantine them and wouldn't allow them back in so the soldiers were just out there floating in the water uh, dying in this um, vestibule of of plague Uh, quite (laughs) tragic when you think that the last uh, soldiers to sail out for the war died because uh, the people who sent them there wouldn't let them back
0: in I'm speaking to Jack Marks Uh, Jack do you have any personal favorites um, of
1: all the stories that are in this book um yeah, there's uh, a few. I got a few. There's a there's one uh, chapter called "The Agony of Arthur Dacre," who was an English actor who came out to Australia in the late nineteenth century to, um, to with his wife to um, to pick up on on a sagging acting career that both of them were were involved in. You know, Australia, the colony was was known as a, a place where aging actors could go and you know the people here were hungry for any sort of entertainment they could get but um poor old arthur was uh very much ahead of his time if you ask me having being one myself who has interviewed a lot of these people and found them wanting in some of um humankind's more noble graces but arthur really couldn't stand bad reviews and it was ultimately because of bad reviews that um he murdered his wife and took his own life in macquarie street in sydney that's a sense. Um, it's, it's a story that i'd never heard before and disco- i actually discovered it in english papers rather than australian uh there's another story too um of a, a, a pilot in the raf uh, during World War Two, who was from Adelaide his name was uh, Robert Bungie and um, to tell you too much about that story kind of gives away the the whiplash ending so I'm afraid I can't do it but uh, his story is just one of the most remarkable that uh, I've remarkable war stories I've ever come across and I'm, I was sort of uh, thrilled to be writing it. Uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of stories I like for different reasons, yeah. but mostly because mostly I like the ones that have a sting in the tail and a surprise ending. Well, uh, no pun
0: intended, but sting in the tail. Uh, Steve Irwin, um, <laughs> Steve Irwin's story is uh, very nice. is uh, is in the book as well. And you kind of focus there more on on the the, the way that the media handled him you know in his career
1: and and in his life and then in his death yeah well i suppose if if i'm passionate about anything to do with the media it's uh tabloid hysteria uh, i hate it um and, you know the stink of it is you you can smell it rising up when an incident happens you know, something like uh, the the beaconfield mine thing was just hilarious um similarly uh, what's been happening it's only just managed to die out recently the uh, michael jackson outpouring of grief yeah. I think uh, I don't know when society became addicted to misery but it's definitely a, an affliction that's uh, fueled by the media and and the the death of Stephen Robert Irwin saw one of the most two-faced turnarounds by a media that had been unstoppable for the previous 18 months in calling this man an idiot um, you It was quite, I knew it was the case because I was there and I lived through it. But when I decided to go back and and look at every mention of Steve Irwin that had been made in newspapers for the 18 months prior to his death, even I was stunned at just how loathed he was by the media across the board. And um, so I decided to uh, rack all those mentions up in one fell swoop and uh, prove my point (laughs) once and for all. Yeah. Um, now, I've
0: got Bob's called through to the program. Hi, Bob. Yeah, good morning. Now, had you remembered I something about one of the... I was
2: fascinated with the story of the uh, the doctor with his monkeys because I grew up in that area and I can remember these vast cages of monkeys.
1: Was that right? You grew up in Dora Creek or Araring? Uh, or... That,
2: the doctor was at Araring.
1: That's right.
2: And uh, I grew up at Morissette, which is... Uh, you know, arriving, yeah. um, Dora Creek, Morissette. And, yeah. um, uh, we had a boat and, uh, quite regularly we were out that way. And, uh, as a kid, I mean, uh, oh, just after the war, five, six, seven, sort of, you know, I can remember those vast cages of monkeys.
1: Yeah, well, interestingly, it was at Morissette that Dr. Leighton Jones had his surgery. I remember and, the name. And, and, and uh, decades after um, after his operations had ended, because yep. they ended because the war closed the shipping lanes and he used to yep. get his monkeys from the Sultan of Johor. You know, right, and, uh, yeah. And um, uh, decades, after, uh, decades after the doctor had gone... Um, builders were demolishing his old surgery and were alarmed to uncover this pit full of what they thought were skeletons of young yep. children yep. but there was actually skeletons of the monkeys that yeah, were used in the operations because yep. they didn't survive but yep. it was quite a grisly find at the yeah. time I mean, you, you, his, his, um, the doctor's house is right underneath those enormous smokestacks that stand like big totems at, at Araring which is the power station well
2: um, to be It was his property was uh, right on the lake, and the Seventh Day Adventist Church had a camp uh, there and took in all that property. Right. And um, uh, the smokestacks are slightly to the west of there.
0: Okay. Right. Okay. Bob, thanks for calling in. We appreciate the call.
2: The name of the book again?
0: It's Australian Australian tragic. (laughs) So, Jack, it sounds like there are probably a few people that will uh, have memories uh, relieved or twigged when they uh, read some of the stories in the book.
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting because there are a couple of stories there um, where, you know, I'd find something in the paper and ring up uh, a local historian in in the general region where the, the story came from, and they would know nothing of it. Sometimes, I mean, the way... D- depending on what sort of community you're dealing with throughout the 20th century, a lot of the times people if people considered something shameful, um, they'd sort of more or less whitewash it from memory. You find that a lot. You, know, you find that uh, people's names change to hide some distant shame and stuff like that. Um, there, there's an awful lot to be sorted out. You know, so A lot of the stories are... Um, almost just you know the opening of a door that another researcher if they wished could you know pick up and run with i sort of hope that happens
0: yeah well the book is australian tragic gripping tales from the dark side of our history jack marks thank you very much for joining me on the program
1: pleasure you're a part of
0: mornings 720 abc perth on air and online